0: A rude intruder into the tenor of my days, a spiritual community at which I had been a guest speaker a few times, expressed their interest in having me as their senior minister, a position for which I had to candidate along with other applicants. When their selection committee reviewed my credentials, I learned in a roundabout way that they didn't want to submit my name to their board of trustees who were entrusted with making the final selection. It seemed that my being an African-American would be problematic in the conservative Orange County. Now, I enjoyed a good relationship with this congregation, so this callousness and bigotry came as a hurtful shock. The short version is that I spent a great deal of time working on forgiving those involved, removed my name from the list of candidates, and sincerely blessed everyone and lovingly moved on. Having done so, however, did nothing to silence the voice that continued to echo in my meditations during times of affirmative prayer, self-contemplation, even in the shower. Any time there was a moment of silence, there it would be, announcing that the ministry was my life purpose. During that time of great resistance, I was often reminded of a verse from the poem, The Hound of Heaven, by Francis Thompson. I fled him down the nights and down the days. I fled him down the arches of the years, I fled him down the labyrinthine ways of my own mind, and in the midst of tears I hid from him, and under running laughter. From those strong feet that followed, followed after, but with unhurrying, chaste, and unperturbed pace, deliberate speed, majestic instancy, they beat, and a voice beat, more instant than the feet. All things betray thee who betrayeth me. Eventually I surrendered, And when I did, I became the yes to what was seeking to emerge in, through, and as my life. Upon bellowing out this yes in front of my meditation altar, what today, known as the life visioning process, was birthed. It all began with this simple question. What is my life purpose? What is seeking to emerge in, through, and as my life? My inner tone was adamant. I was determined not to leave my meditation seat without receiving an answer. That may sound like an arrogant gauntlet to throw down before God, but the truth is there was within me a fierce determination to live nothing less than my true calling in life. Besides, according to many spiritual authorities, God has been handling spiritual tantrums since the beginning of time. When I intuitively caught... I was to found my own spiritual community. It was no longer possible to retreat into any false humility about not being worthy, adequately spiritually prepared, or other excuses. So I began right where I was, confident and grateful for the clarity of what was revealed in every step in the process that graced me into that place of awareness, in that spontaneous first visioning I caught that I was to call together a team of like-minded individuals who would become visioneers, and that together we would midwife what was required to support the vision's next expression. That sounded pretty wild, yet workable. So I brought together in my living room a team comprised of colleagues, clients, and friends for our first group visioning. I led them into the first step which is to meditate so that the mind and heart may merge into a feeling tone of unconditional love. With our hearts now open, I explain the second step, which is to place a question before the intuitive faculty of the higher self, which in this case was, What is the highest expression of a spiritual community devoted to being a beneficial presence on the planet? We continued to meditate upon that question, and after about 20 minutes, we began sharing what came through, and recorded it for later reference. I recommend you also keep a journal near you when visioning, so that you may capture your responses, feelings, and insights. We had a collective realization that it was time for a transdenominational, culturally inclusive, creative community whose teachings would encompass the universal truth principles of the world's spiritual traditions, about our connection to source and the laws governing the universe. We then went to the third step and asked, what qualities must we cultivate to manifest this vision? This question is pivotal because we cannot manifest what we are not willing to embody in consciousness.